it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, it is here. WrestleMania is tomorrow and Sunday. This is your SmackDown study for April 9th. WrestleMania Night Zero, as I'd like to call it, the night before WrestleMania. This podcast will drop tonight. On the 9th, because we have a special, special podcast coming tomorrow. We're going to drop it around midday, we'll say. Anywhere between like 10 to noon. It's going to be our prediction um, podcast for WrestleMania. Sam and I are going to go over everything. Both nights of the card. And we're going to drop our predictions. And then following that, we're going to have podcasts for night one and night two. So I know you guys have had a couple days of us doing podcasts already. Well, if you love them, that's fantastic. If you don't, sorry, there's more coming. Uh, So sit back, relax. I'll try to keep this nice and short so that way... You guys can have some fun listening to it. So, we'll get right into the show. It was a good SmackDown. Leading right into Mania. Nothing crazy happened. Just storylines just kind of met their final, you know, their final push. So, it all all adds up to tomorrow and Sunday. And... With how amazing NXT TakeOver Standard Deliver was on Wednesday and Thursday, WrestleMania once again has a lot, has their work cut out for them. They have a lot of work to do to to, uh, come close to how great NXT was. But we'll see if they're able to do it. But let's talk about the show itself. So tonight was another one of those shows where your main event stars would have promos and boy, were there a whole lot of them, which is fine. (laughs) The show kicked off with Daniel Bryan coming out, making his case why he should, you know, be universal champion. 
talking about how throughout his whole life he's dealt with people telling him no. And he says, forget that. Yes. Really good promo to kick off the show. I'm already invested in that triple threat match. Uh, I know people have been putting out the memes ever since Daniel Bryan was added to the match. And believe me, the memes have been hilarious. But Daniel Bryan will add to this match. He's not taking away anything. Um, I know a lot of people are are like, well, why is he in it? It should be Edge and Roman. Well, I mean, that's a good case. And I know obviously uh, Sonya Deville seems to agree with you. But sorry, Daniel Bryan's earned that title shot. So we are here. After that, found out some news. And I think this is spectacular. We have two matches now for night one set in stone. Our opening contest is going to be Bobby Lashley defending the WWE Championship versus Drew McIntyre to open WrestleMania night one. You want to talk about a banger to start off the grandest stage of them all? My goodness gracious. That's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a great way to start off the, the weekend. Capping off night one, we got some history going on. Bianca Belair challenged Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's Championship. We got ourselves a one-on-one women's match closing out night one. That's amazing. And, you know, congratulations to both these both these women. They both deserve it. I know all the stands on Twitter have been going insane. And, you know, good for them. They deserve it. As well, because you know they they rep their they rep their favorites, and uh, even though sometimes they can be uh, a little outlandish, um, you know they deserve this too. So props to everybody all around. I'm excited to see what happens with that match. I still I will tell you right now I still don't have an ounce of an idea who I'm gonna pick for that match. There are a lot of great matches that are gonna be happening during this weekend. And for a lot of them, I don't know. I don't know who to pick. I honestly don't. Like, it could go either way. We really haven't had that. Oh, this person got the last laugh on the last show before the big pay-per-view. They're obviously not going to win. We really haven't had a lot of that. It's It's been kind of chaotic. And I I actually appreciate that because now it keeps my interest even more. So we'll see what happens. After that news and after Daniel Bryan's announcement uh, slash promo for Mania, we jumped right into our first match of the night, (laughs) which turned into a bit of a brawl. (laughs) It was the fatal four-way tag team match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, defended by the Dirty Dogs, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. They were defending against the Street Profits, um, against Alpha Academy and the Mysterios. Fantastic match. Every team had a clear, obvious, uh, you know, chance to win. But when all when things were all said and done, Rooted Ziggler literally stole this victory to retain their titles. Hey, they're wily veterans. They do anything they possibly can to win, and they did, and they. They retain and still. 
Love it. Love to see it. It's a shame that match wasn't on either night of the card. Um, I think they deserved it, but it is what it is. Um, and then, obviously, because it's WrestleMania season, we start talking about sh- uh, matches that um, are on different shows. <laughs> so I mentioned earlier about the Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre bit from Raw. Well, we also talked about The Fiend and Randy Orton. And as those of you who followed us on Twitter know that there's this, there's been this friendly rivalry between myself and Sam from over at Know the Ropes podcast. He's a huge Orton fan, and I'm pretty much a huge anybody who's facing Randy Orton fan. <laughs> so we've been going back and forth for months, months, when it comes to Randy and The Fiend. And it all comes to a head on Sunday. And it's a bittersweet moment, honestly, for me personally, because I really have thoroughly enjoyed this. So we'll see what happens. Obviously, I think for me, that's the easiest match for me to pick because obviously The Fiend is going to find a way to end Randy Orton. So it is what it is. Um, (laughs) After that, we moved on to a ridiculously awesome promo from Big E. Talking about going back to his roots. He's like, I don't need to go back to him. I am in my roots. You know, talking about being in Tampa. He talks about his barber and his high school and how he used to play football. You know, all-star games at Raymond James Stadium. So this is his home turf. So Paulo wants to bring the drums in. Doesn't matter. He's in for one hell of a fight with Big E. We then had more women's action. Uh, Nia Jax taking on Tamina. Now, these two clearly the most dominant females on the roster when it comes to size and power. Uh, And at one point, it actually looked like Tamina was going to get the victory. But Shayna comes in at the last minute attacking Tamina before she could pin Nia. Causing the DQ. The Natty comes into the rescue, chases away Shayna and Tamina and Natty looking real strong. Ever since those two got put together, they've actually done a fantastic job with coming off as a, a, a real strong, powerful women's tag team. And I I appreciate that because I've said this before, like Tamina's been severely underutilized in her entire career. And to a certain extent, you could also say the same for Natty. So it's nice to see them, you know, take control and do the best they obviously can with this, this new push. Uh, we then had a nice interview in the back uh, where they started to interview the teams that will be in this tag team turmoil match to see who will face the tag, women's tag champions on night two. Uh, and every team showed up, and we actually ended up getting the addition, even though, unfortunately, WWE spoiled this on their own by accident. Billy Kay and Carmella have entered the fray. And after that, this thing turned into a complete brawl. All the women fighting one another. And funny enough, as they talked about tag team being strong, dominating, Tamina and Natty come in 
and clean up and take everybody out. Leave the whole roster laying. And they walk away, you know, seemingly with the most momentum. So I know I mentioned earlier that, you know, one team, you know, kind of got the the one-ups on everybody. So naturally, they'll be the first ones eliminated come, the, you know, come Saturday. Because that's just how karma works. <laughs> After that, they did this fantastic political paid advertisement. For Seth Rollins, that has nothing to do with Seth Rollins, we'll tell you that. You know, it's it was just made by the friends of Seth Rollins, um, pushing obviously Seth over Cesaro, talking about all Cesaro's shortcomings as he's been in WWE, and then boasting about how great Seth's been. So that was a great that was a great break. I really appreciated it. Uh, we don't see things like that too often, um, but I, I I was a big fan. <laughs> we then had the second of the three men that will be main eventing night two, Edge coming out and dropping another just ridiculously awesome promo, just talking about why this WrestleMania was so, is so important to him, why he's still mad at Daniel Bryan, and how he wants Roman to put some respect on his name. It's, 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 <laughs> that match is going to be ridiculous. And I honestly cannot wait to see what happens. We then went over to our main event. It was the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. But right before that, they showed Sami Zayn uh, trying to get <laughs> trying to get buddy buddy with his friend, Mr. Uh, Mr. Ryan, and um, gets thrown out of his you know sparring boxing area by accident. Um, Sammy rushing down to the ring trying to, you know, talk about media bias and how, you know, Michael Cole's not paying attention to what's going on and only showing the stuff that hurts. Uh, Sammy makes him look bad. And of course, while this is all happening, KO ends up coming out of nowhere and attacking Sammy. So they start fighting at ringside as the ring starts to fill up with superstars for the Battle Royal. <laughs> Um, and during the Battle Royal itself, we, uh, we saw more, more disrespect thrown on Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander as more than half of the remaining superstars decided that they wanted to attack the Hurt Business. Of course, it was led by Ali. And... Both Shelton and Cedric were soon out of the match, both being eliminated. And your winner of this Andre the Giant Battle Royal is a man that I, I've i seen grow into one hell of a main eventer. The man is main event Jey Uso. He defeats or eliminates Shinsuke Nakamura last 
and wins the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. So congratulations to him. Uh, and then shortly after that, Roman Reigns comes out with Paul Heyman, delivers one hell of a promo of his own, celebrating with Jay for his victory. And that leads you right into Mania. That's it. Two hours flying because that's what happens. Another great episode of SmackDown. Rolling right into Mania tomorrow night. So I'm, I'm, I, I don't know what else to say. It's just a fantastic show. And uh, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for Mania. Um, while it's still an un, unorthodox build to this year's Mania, I'm excited mostly for the live fans that are going to uh, to Raymond James Stadium. We get to hear authentic crowd noise for the first time in over a year. So I think 14 months, I believe, was the last time we actually, or maybe 13 months, that we actually have, we had live fans cheering. Now, I believe it's going to be around 40-something thousand, which is obviously still fine. Still obviously loud enough. So I'm excited to hear them chant things. I'm hoping and praying that we hear a CM Punk chant, a what chant, uh, you know, an asshole chant, whatever. Just give me something that reminds me that it's not, you know, noise that's being pumped in. And 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 just give me something genuine. I can't wait. As silly as that sounds, and I know everybody hates those stupid chants. It just it will remind me that it's real and that things are starting to get back to normal. And that I know Raw and SmackDown going forward will still not have fans, but that's fine. This weekend we will have fans again. Wrestling will seem like it's more real again. And I can't wait to see what happens. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. This is, like I said, your SmackDown study for April 9th, 2021. (sighs) WrestleMania is here. Let's get into it. Night six and night seven of WrestleMania week is almost underway. So, for those of you who are new, please follow us on Twitter at media underscore bedlam. Our road to 5,000 followers is upon us. We topped 4,700 today. Outside goal, we'd love to hit 5K before Mania ends. So, if you guys could go onto Twitter, follow us, that'd be amazing. You can also find us on Facebook and YouTube is Bedlam Media, and on Instagram is Bedlam Media Official. You can find myself pretty much everywhere as Scotty J Stream, and you can find this podcast on pretty much every podcast platform out there. Now, if you're listening to a certain particular platform that we're not a part of, please let us know. Tweet us, message us, comment on one of our posts, let us know. We'll go out, we'll go find the platform, we'll add ourselves to it, that way you can do all your one-stop shopping. And put a little bedlam in your day. Because who doesn't want a little bedlam? 
every single day. <laughs> so, guys, thank you once again for listening. Really, truly appreciate you. We are in the thick of it now. Mania tomorrow. Mania on Sunday. Guys, this podcast is going up in about five, four, three, two, one. Thank you. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.